Hey, welcome to another episode of Big Red Dram. I'm your host, Jason Langer. As always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, tonight's episode is about Old Fitzgerald. Old Fitzgerald, eight-year-old. The uh, ever-elusive glass decanter-looking bottle. If you've seen them um, more, more than not, you've probably seen them on Instagram more than you've seen them in person. Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, get in touch with uh, my my good friend at Malloy's and um, who you'll have to meet him if you want to get to know him. I'm not going to give him away here, but, uh, I texted him and said, Hey, do you have any of these old Fitzgeralds left? It was a couple weeks ago. And, um, he said he did, he had one left and, um, did I want it? And I'm like, yes, please. Can I get that? So he pulled it aside for me and I picked it up. And my experience with old Fitzgerald is, is, uh, is like this. Last year, the spring 2020 release, which is a nine-year-old, I walked right past it and picked up a Heaven Hill bottle and bond um, because I wasn't going to spend $75 on that bottle. I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. I don't know that I want to do that. And then two weeks later, I realized what it was, and it was good. And I hadn't seen one since. They had a 14-year-old that came out in the fall. Never saw that. And then this eight-year-old came out in the spring and I thought I saw one when I was at Malloy's um, talking to them a little bit about what you know our future would can be and um, I didn't ask then but I waited and waited and waited <laughs> and then I asked and I got lucky um, and my other experience with it was at Burger Social Downtown Wheat, and I had a glass of a 16-year-old, and I did not like it. Uh, it was expensive. I think it was 30-something dollars. It's kind of reminded me of um, chewing on a whiskey-soaked toothpick, uh, and I've had that experience with some pappies, and I've had that experience with a wild turkey um, founder's keep. I just With scotch, right? We might have talked about. I might have talked about this in the past. With Scotch, that sweet spot for a well-aged, well-balanced single malt is, according to Dr. Bill Lumsden, anyways, somewhere in that 12 to 18 year range. That's really the sweet spot for a single malt, closer to the 18. Um, I may be paraphrasing that, I'm, but I know the 18 was a higher number. But anyway, for me, you're safe in that six to 11 year range. And I use 11 because our Elijah Craig was an 11 year old. And that Elijah Craig pick was dynamite. Um, it's still, I haven't tried it next to this yet. Um, this eight year old old Fitzgerald, but I'll tell you right now, this eight year old old Fitzgerald is probably one of my favorite bourbons right next to right after my pick. Um, it is just delicious. And for almost 120 bucks, uh, I can't hit it too much, but, um, I did take it over to the league of ordinary gentlemen's, uh, the other day, um, shared a little bit of it with them and they really liked it as well. Um, it's a really delicious bottle. The problem is, is they're very hard to find. Um, you get lucky, you get one, you might get two, you might get both releases every year, but it's tough to do. Um, these go back to 2018. I think they started doing these. Um, they opened up with a 14 year, an 11 year, a nine year in 2018. Oh, there was a BHC rele release, a spring release, and a fall release. Then the 2019 spring release, a fall release. Then a 2020 B 
BHC release, spring release, and a fall release. So they do three a year with the exception of 2019. No, they did do 2019. I saw three go by. No, they didn't. There's two. 2018, they did three. 2019, they did two. 2020. I wonder if they, maybe they skip it. They probably do it every two years. Anyway, pattern, but they're highly collectible, highly sought after. It's all glass. It's a gorgeous bottle. You're probably paying a majority of that is, this is in this decanter style bottle. It's very old school. It fits great in your hand. Um, it just has the way, the way it's designed. It just fits great in your hand. Perfect for holding onto and carrying around. Not that I would carry it around and drink out of it, but maybe. But for a bourbon, like I said, it's one of my favorites. Um, it's Again, it's a beautiful presentation, but the liquid inside is what matters. And um, I was a little wary after the 16, but again, I'm like 16. Older bourbons can be a little rough. Not this one. It is distinctively Heaven Hill on the nose. Some familiar notes. You can almost pull out. Their traditional corn, you know, kind of honey, brown sugar, a faint hint of cinnamon. I don't know why my nose gets a little stuffy every time I start to do this. But, oh, it does have a great, it's a light nose. It's not blow the back of your head off type of a nose. It's very delicate. When I first tried it, I thought cherry bomb. It almost reminded me a little bit of the Four Roses uh, single barrel barrel proof that I have, just not as hot. While this has a nice gentle uh, and warm Kentucky hug going down, it's very smooth, deceptively smooth, gets you in a lot of trouble. Holy shit, my $120 bottle of bourbon is gone in less than a night kind of smooth. You can easily drink this thing. It's just fantastic. It's very well balanced. Uh, it has a nice palette of cherry and sweet cinnamon and sugar notes. Light on the cinnamon, more on the sweet sugar. Um, sweet sugar, which is kind of a misnomer. It's kind of the same thing. but you, It's a sweet candy cherry. Not a maraschino. Darker than that. Dare I say almost Luxardo esque um a syrupy cherry with just uh, with a nice hint of caramel again a little bit of cinnamon um brown sugar for sure uh maybe a, a, a faint hint of oak oakiness to it but not that overpowering 16 year 2020 bhc release that i had that was just it was a bit much um but this eight-year-old is just fantastic. It really is. It's one of my favorite, like I said, it's one of my favorite bourbons, and it's a 90 on my end. Um, just it, it just hits all the right, it checks all the right boxes for me. It's, it's a smooth, enjoyable dram. It's easy to sip on. It's not, it's underwhelming in its, in its, like, if you're looking for an explosive mouthfeel like the Rye 3 pick was from the last episode, um, or even... Uh, the Elijah Craig um, barrel proof, sorry. Um, 
it doesn't have that intensity, which is fine. It's you, they don't all need to be explosive in flavor. This one just has a nice, delicate balance, and it's just super enjoyable. And it, is it one hundred twenty dollars enjoy good? Yeah, I'm sorry, it is. It's a cool bottle. Um, you know, I'm not gonna go chase after the vertical. I'm not. This is probably the only one I ever buy. <laughs> so I'm going to hold on to it. I'm not going to go chasing after all the old Fitzgeralds because the older they get, the weirder they are. And it could just be got lucky on this barrel. Um, no, are these single barrels? That is a question that I do not have the answer to. Um, I would imagine, but it doesn't really tell me anywhere on here to indicate that it is a... It was made in spring of 2013, and that is about all I know. Bottled in 2021. So, good stuff, though. It really, really is. Uh, and again, Heaven Hill, it's just another testament to Heaven Hill and what Heaven Hill does. And, I mean, you know I'm a big fan of Heaven Hill and, and a lot of the products that they have. And uh, add this one to the list. Probably the only one that I would say is not good is the mellow corn. <laughs> I did, uh, you know, I, I it was gifted to me, it was given to me, and I was very thankful for the for the for the complimentary bottle. Um, but it, I've been asked if there is a bottle that if I've ever had a bottle that is low on my score list, mellow corn would be one of them. Um, it really has no place that I can put it, that I can compare it to anything. Everyone that I've ever had try it, I've described it as such. Um, you take the entire corn stalk with the corn and everything in it, ripe, so that corn stalk is, is still fresh and green, and you've smelled that corn stalk. You've, or you, you, if you've ever shucked corn and you, sh you pull the leaves off and you've smelled the way those leaves smell, now grind all of that, the, the stalk the corn, all of it, and then make that your mash and then distill it. And then it tastes just like it smells. <laughs> it tastes just like that. It tastes like the stock, the corn, everything. It, I, I can't get through. I can't get through it. It drives. It's, it's, it perplexes me. I don't, I don't like it, but it's one of the few. I don't have too many bottles. I don't like, and, um, mellow corn, while it will have its place in the flight so that you can kind of taste the progression, right? It, it has its place in the flight of um, Heaven Hill. Um, I'll give it that. <sighs> but, yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's not one of my uh, – the bottled and bond blows it away by a large margin. Um, but the mill corn, I, I bet it's okay in a mixer. If you can kind of figure out a way to drown out that corn taste. <laughs> mm. But that is just a delectable bottle. It really, really is. It's just tasty. A second sip's got a little bit more of a sour note to it. But it's still just easy. It's just so easy. It's so very easy to drink. So there you go. The old Fitzgerald eight-year-old. Um, what's new and exciting in the world of uh, the Wheat and Whiskey Club and um, 
the big red dram and all that other stuff. Again, it's it's been just kind of a crazy summer. Um, back in full swing, it was easy to do the podcast when we couldn't do anything because I had lots of extra time to do it. Um, baseball season's in full swing for my youngest, and being on the coaching staff, it's just it's been a lot of that. Uh, working around the house and just stuff like that. It's been, it's been nutty. It's um, it's been going by fast too. It's hard to believe it's already June tenth. Um, we whiskey club. Uh, we had a a tasting with Bardstown Bourbon Company uh, at Malloy's in Naperville last Friday. That was a lot of fun. Um, Samantha was out from. She's the um, national. Oh, what is her title? Darn it. Um, she's, I think they're, she's their international. She's one of their brand ambassadors. I think she's their international brand ambassador or national brand ambassador. She did our zoom tasting and she was fantastic. And then uh, it was nice to actually meet her face to face. Um, so she was there and I had a bottle of Bardstown that was signed by, um, the owners and then I had her sign it. Uh, as well. So now I've got the Nash's and her signature on it. And I'm very pleased with that. So um, I got to talk to her for just a couple minutes and then, you know, again, kind of see if she's going to be down there. We go in August because uh, it would be nice to, to chat with her actually at the distillery. Uh, we have a tour there and uh, we're looking forward to doing that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, also, uh, tried the prisoner while I was there. Oh no, I didn't try it when I was there. I've had the prisoner. Prisoner's good. A little whiny, but it's good. Uh, if you like red wine, Nally. Did I say Nash? Nally. Um, the Nally's signed it. Um, I don't know why I thought Nash's, but anyway. But yeah, no, I'm sorry. Let me back up. They were the Nally's uh, signed the bottle, and I had Samantha sign it as well, and or Sam Montgomery sign it as well, and then. Um, they have this little Bargetown trailer that was touring all around the, the state. So it was cool because they were just giving samples of the Fusion 5 that was out, which was really good, by the way. Um, the Discovery series is coming out, should be out soon. Um, and then that Prisoner bottle, which is current, if you can still find them, is actually pretty good. If you like Prisoner wine, you'll like that bourbon. It's It's got a nice, it's more pronounced that you can recognize the Prisoner taste. Um, then I think it was last time from what I've heard. Mm. That's so good. But, uh, yeah, good things coming from them. Um, still waiting for our rebel or sorry, our Remus. Well, we're waiting on rebel too, but we're waiting on our Remus pick single barrel picks coming up. Uh, should be dropping, starting collecting for that next month or so. Still waiting for Narav to come up too to do our, uh, Ezra books and uh, rebel picks and then working on also with Malloy's our first pick uh, he's looking at doing a um, it is bear with me one second what was it a rogue sorry it was a rogue rolling thunder stouted single malt whiskey um, cask strength so it was a current winner at the um, International Whis- Spirits Competition. Is that right? In uh, 2021. Uh, was a double gold winner in that. And um, so he's kind of gauging interest. It's a big bottle count, though. I think it's it's going to be obviously pretty young. Uh, came in at 
two. I think he's thinking it's going to be like two two fifty something like that. World Spirits competition, not international. Man, I am just not with it. Um, but I thought it would be kind of cool. It's a stouted barrels aged whiskey. You know, you're going to start seeing a lot of these trendy whiskeys uh, coming and going. I'm not sure if um, beer barrel aged bourbons um, work or not. I haven't. Tr- well, I have. I've had this the Jameson Stout, and I actually liked that for a screw cap thirty dollar glass bottle of. Uh, Irish whiskey that's that's up there I haven't touched it since I got it good god I haven't touched that bottle in two years but um so many have since come into my life but that one was really good and um I've heard good things Steve's very high on it and I'm looking forward to trying it and seeing what it's going to taste like he says it's very good um you know there's this is just this is a world we're headed into there's going to be different ways and different uh marriages of of barrels beer barrels bourbon barrels wine bar- right it's everybody why not beer barrels there's some really good stouts out there that are starting to be brought into distilleries and getting filled by distilleries and being used uh shit who just had one? Oh, lagavulin just did one uh lagavulin did one uh that's the current um what's his name ah uh, oh Offerman. It's it's the newest eleven or Offerman edition. I don't think it's eleven years. Is it eleven? Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than last year's. <laughs> it's seventy nine bucks versus one hundred eighteen or one hundred twenty, whatever the original eleven year was. But the original eleven year was a um, traditional Lagavulin. This one's done, and they probably were able to cut some time off of it. Although they. If you're going to get an 11 year in a Guinness cask, I'm not sure why that would cost $30 less, $40 less, but here we are. So, anyway, um, so yeah, so he's high on the rogue. So, we're looking to see what kind of gauge some interest and see where that goes. Um, had the um, other whiskey club reach out and wanted to talk about barrels. I'm not sure if he accidentally called me or not. <laughs> But um, we're open to talk to them. They're doing their first drop, which is, of course, a Whiskey Acre bottle. Um, They're doing their first uh, barrel pick, uh, which I've never even heard of, but it's supposed to be pretty good. I don't know that I can say that. with I don't know. I haven't had a Whiskey Acres yet that kind of blow my skirt up. The rye is supposed to be pretty good. It won the um, World Spirits competition double gold as well. And it just dropped, so I haven't tried it yet. So I'll hold my uh, opinion till I have. But I'm on trying to find other things. So that's kind of what's going on with bottles and stuff. We got a Sagamore tasting coming up here in next Friday. That's gonna be fun. Their tequila cask is delicious, and I'm looking forward to getting a bottle of that. Um, and then yeah, Bardstown's in like eight weeks, six weeks, seven, eight weeks. 10 weeks? <laughs> it's 12 weeks? I don't know. It's coming up the end of August. So it's actually, it's a little ways out. It's still 8, 9, 10, 11 weeks, probably 12 weeks, close to 12 weeks. Um, so looking forward to that. That'll be fun. It'll be a good weekend away. Um, going to hit up some distilleries, of course. Bardstown, hit all of them in Bardstown. And I think we're going to go try to go to Wilderness Trail, too. So lots of fun. 
on the horizon. Hopefully now I can get into some more podcasts and get back into the swing of things again. I, I know I said that last time because I do have a lot of bottles that have shown up since the last couple of pods, since the one I did in what April or whatever it was. Um, so I've got some compass boxes to talk about. I've got a whole, I've got a lot to talk about. So we've got to get on that horse and get riding. So anyway, thank you as always for tuning in. It's uh, appreciated uh, tremendously. Thanks for listening to me babble. The old Fitzgerald, I'm telling you, it's really good. If you can still find an eight-year-old, go grab yourself one. It's a bit steep, but it's delicious. Um, So, yeah, thank you. Have a great weekend, and uh, look forward to uh, talking to you next week. Try to get another one out next week. But if you're out there enjoying whiskey tonight, I hope you enjoy it one dram at a time.